Hi everyone, welcome back to Finding Our World, or welcome to Finding Our World. My name is Evelyn. My name is Alice. And today, uh, get excited everyone, we are talking about communication. <laughs> wow, communication. Wee! <laughs> Fun stuff. So basically, I was like, Evelyn, let's talk about communication because recently I've been in situations where I've been very frustrated because I feel like people aren't communicating. And I'm just like, why can't people communicate? Anyways. We're Asian, bro. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm Asian too. Um, But yeah, I because so recently there's been... A few instances but one of them that comes to mind is I know that there there's someone that needs like my help with something but I feel like they feel bad for bothering me so they don't ask me for help but me on the other like on the other end of the spectrum I'm here being like okay like you're gonna eventually need to ask me for help so you might as well ask me for help now and even if you feel bad about it like communicate with me I feel like it's partly, and yes, they're they're Asian, and they're they've grown up most of their like lives in Asia too. And I definitely feel like as Asians, we're more we we we're, we tend to keep our thoughts, our emotions, our feelings to ourselves because we're afraid of offending other people, or we actually just don't know how to express it. I definitely know that when I was a kid, like I would keep all my feelings bottled inside because you know asian moms and you know they get mad and then they are very scary when they get mad Mm -hmm. and i would just like like suck it all in and like Mm -hmm. not cry and not say anything and just Mm -hmm. let her yell at me and as i got older sorry when you cry like i don't know about you but my mom says why are you crying this is not this is not even anything and then um and then you like your your tear comes down and you're like i'm not crying (laughs) (laughs) and then my mom at least was like i see a tear like why are you crying stop crying and then i cry even more (laughs) yeah exactly and you know what when you when you get older you realize oh it's because they feel bad to see you cry and so then they're like they don't want you to cry but when you're a kid you're just like i'm not strong enough i can't cry my mom's gonna get more mad at me but um yeah like I it took me years to learn to to express even just how I feel and to communicate and I think communication is something you learn like there's art to it and um it's a skill but I also think that it's a skill that everyone needs it's like an essential skill but I feel that everyone has different ways of communicating, but I think it's healthier to actually express your thoughts and share with the other person um, how you're feeling rather than keeping it all inside because that just leads to you bottling everything. And then one day you're going to explode and you may even explode on a completely innocent person. Yeah, no, it's either you explode or a lot of the times I like to say that you start to suppress your feelings after a while and then you're just really you just feel numb Mm, i think being numb is scarier than exploding actually Mm -hmm. i feel like you get to that level of like because i know a lot of people explode 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 and they get tired Mm. and they're like you know what nothing changes so i'm just gonna suppress everything like whatever i do doesn't really 
matter and then that's when a lot of people start to kind of question if emotions are a good thing or they they're like oh well i don't know this is more comfortable so i just don't feel anymore and i can only feel happiness i feel like that's in asian family that's usually what we're taught to feel 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 positive feelings sad feelings get over it yeah it's like oh you feel hurt about this we'll just get over it because life goes on because i because that's how they were taught and that's how they had to deal with things and actually not even only asian i feel like oh this is where culture really bleeds into every aspect of your life including so like church i feel like in asian american churches they're always the i don't know if you have been to church or you grew up in church or whatever it may be i'm sure you've heard of the term like oh like you know let your emotions take the back seat and let jesus take the wheel and like it's so like when you're young you're like oh yeah yeah let jesus take the wheel and then when when you're older you're like okay wait but like if i don't deal with my emotions like jesus can never take the wheel and i feel like we're not taught that part of dealing with our emotions we're just taught to just you know put it on the back burner it's basically like pretending it doesn't exist and that's not healthy Mm -hmm. i think going back to communication connecting with that with feelings i always like to teach um not my friends not my friends i swear (laughs) um (laughs) like because of my profession i'm just teaching like um, parents how to talk to their kids or mm. how to help kids communicate their feelings to like adults or teachers because in the Asian community you know we're always taught to like respect elders um, and we're usually not supposed to communicate our own thoughts um, it's usually like okay whatever the elder says like we have to agree to it and like mm. we don't really have the choice to really set boundaries mm-hmm. but um, so I've been working with a lot of parents and kids and I always teach them like I feel statements, um, which is basically like I feel and then you insert an emotion word and then because blah, blah, blah. And it's honestly so surprising that so many Asian parents and Asian kids feel awkward just saying I feel. Wow. Yeah. It's um, they even if I challenge them a little, they a lot of them can't say it. They think it's weird. Like. I feel happy. I feel sad. And it's so surprising to me because if you think about it, it's kind of like a normal sentence. Mm -hmm. And why is it? I think for me as well, going to graduate school, it was hard for me to even say like, I feel sad today. But you know, with practice, like Alice was saying, it's communication is is an art form. So with practice and like um, with learning, you kind of get used to it. Mm. But it's because we grew up in an Asian community, or not community, family, I guess also community, <laughs> um, that it's hard. It's hard. We don't really share our feelings. Yeah. Even the dyna- dynamic um, within a lot of Asian families, parents and children, they don't really share how they feel. Like, oh, even the question like, oh, how was school today? It's like, oh, it was good. Yeah. It, it's like, you'd never really share like, oh, like, I felt really frustrated today because like I, you know, I got like a C on my like mm-hmm. test. By the way, the, the probably the child probably doesn't even want to say I got a C because then they're like, oh my God, my, my parents going to freak out. Or, if, yeah, they're yeah. going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, I think it's it's a almost like a deep rooted issue, I want to say in a way, because to not even be able to say I feel, it's actually so sad it's that means that they've been they've never felt comfortable enough to express to other people how they feel and your feelings Mm -hmm. are important they're very valid they are a part of you yeah 
I think it's also interesting that in Asian families, I've noticed Asians circle around an idea a lot. It's never direct. I feel like Asians oh kind of... Gosh. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no, they test like the waters annoying. first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like it's also because like we grew up like that in a family, yeah. you know? Like as a kid, we always try to test the waters first and like circle around the idea to kind of make it like not too direct to limit kind of the consequences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It also kind of confuses parents. And so, <laughs> so Asian kids are smart. Yeah, so I feel like as kids, we were always like, I don't know, y'all trained to talk that way, but we learn to talk that way. Mm. And then, I don't know, it sometimes flows into habits when we grow older, like talking to mm-hmm. friends, talking to teachers. Because honestly, I can say I, I want to say I'm not that direct. Mm. You're not that direct. Yeah. I kind of like circle around and circle around. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I give up. And then I'm like, okay, let's be direct here. <laughs> That's um, funny. But yeah, at least you're aware. I think the scary mm-hmm. thing is I feel like a lot of people aren't aware. They're not aware that they're not being direct. They're not aware that they're they're like making circles. Circling. and yeah. And then I think we people a lot of people underestimate the other person and they think Mm. that they don't realize it but then i think feel like the other person starts getting really uncomfortable because they're like okay i know what you're trying to get at can you please just like straight up ask me because now like i'm getting very uncomfortable yeah yeah it because it's like it starts in family because that's kind of uh where you grow up and what you're taught Mm -hmm. and what you learn and then it bleeds into every aspect of your life like Evelyn was saying and so with friends too and I feel like as you grow older too like if you don't learn to communicate well with people it hurts your relationships with people Mm -hmm. definitely I think also I talking about this I wonder if circling around like topics and not being direct also relates to like self-esteem elaborate because I don't know I'm thinking of like my point of view and like um, usually I'm not too direct because I don't want to hurt the other person's feelings mm. or I feel like my thought doesn't really matter. Mm. Um, so I'm like, okay, let's, let me just kind of see how the other person reacts. Um, and then if the other person is very like validating that I'm more willing to be direct, but this is, this is a whole other conversation. Maybe we'll Actually, just talk though, about n- low self-esteem Asian family another kids time. another time. <laughs> uh, wait, but okay, wait, earlier I, although I, affirmed Evelyn when she said that she's not direct but I but she's not like a like a like a selfish and like bad intention not direct I think like like (laughs) it's because she is like very conscious and aware of like the other person and she wants to make sure that like she's not saying anything that's gonna like offend the other person or make them angry and upset like she's a very like um yeah like she'll she wants to make sure that like you know her friends are good and then she'll express it so it's a it's a yeah good intentions from a good yeah good intention circling good yeah good intention (laughs) circling i hope thank you alice thank you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think communication does play a big role in our life Yeah. yeah i mean i don't i guess I'm not like the best person at communicating either, but I want to say that I am, 
I don't know. I feel like I do say how I feel, like to people who matter. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if if like one of my close friends did something and it like upset me or like I am very confused and I feel like mm-hmm. hurt or something, like uh, I would bring it up. It, I may not bring it up right then and there, but like because I would need some time to process, but I will bring it up. But for people who I'm not as close to, I think like not that I don't bother communicating with them, but in a sense, I'm just like, you're kind of not really worth my time right now. And my effort because I feel like communicating is also very tiring especially depending on who the other side is and mm-hmm. and plus we're introverts yeah exactly <laughs> so I really do save like my energy for people who matter it doesn't mean that those friendships aren't important to me but it's like it just takes a lot out of me to have to go out of my way to be like hey I noticed that you did this mm-hmm. And I don't think that has to do with me being Asian. I think it just has to do with my personality. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's more of like, um, like you said, you're good in you're good in communication. I guess when you choose to be, Uh. (laughs) it's not a bad thing. I mean, you're you're good in communication when you choose to be, and you there's a level of care for friends that you want to like connect in a deeper level with, and um, because you know, like your closer friends then you know that they can handle it and mm-hmm. it's for like the benefit of the relationship yeah yeah and hey you never know the other the other friends that are you're not too close with one day they maybe they will become closer friends and maybe you'll get to that level you know yeah a lot just of, not you never in know the beginning. <laughs> yeah just not in the beginning because i mean friendships yeah. deep friendships take time and yeah. i feel like the the ones who stick around are the ones that you fight for yeah because honestly if we were trying to confront someone in the beginning of a friendship let's say i met this person for two weeks and maybe let's say i met met alice for two weeks uh-huh. and alice comes up to me and says evelyn i feel frustrated that you abcdefg yeah abcdefg <laughs> i would be like who the heck does she think she is <laughs> um, and then yeah. end of friendship communication is so. an art it's a skill you to learn when to bring certain things up to know when to be honest to know mm-hmm. when but i think as a person though mm-hmm. it's always good to be honest and it's always good to be genuine but oh, there's definitely. times for communicating this and or that like mm-hmm. you know don't be in the middle of like a party and like everyone's having a great <laughs> time and then suddenly you turn to someone and you're like i know what you did the other day <laughs> Like, or like i am mad at you because the other day you i don't know didn't text back stole my fry yeah still uh, oh yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah wrong timing wrong place is also a very important thing right sorry right timing right place <laughs> yes is very important so communication does not mean like you just say whatever you want whenever you want and you always express every single emotion and feeling you have it's knowing <laughs> when to say those things and when to express those things and when not to yeah and like even how you express it how you say it is very important because if the tone yes if i was like evelyn mad at evelyn over like i don't know i don't know i'm trying to think of an example right now but examples are hard to just come off with come up come what come up with off the top of my head (laughs) maybe i lied to you i lied to you if you lied to me and like yeah and then I, I caught it, right? And then I feel, oh, okay, let's just say Evelyn went to hang out with this one friend that, like, maybe I'm not on good terms with. And then she didn't want me to, like, get mad or know, or she didn't want me to, like, think too much about it. So she just 
lied to me and just said she was like going out with family or something but then i like saw the other person maybe like post on social media that they were hanging out i wouldn't go up to evelyn and just be like hey i'm mad yeah like i wouldn't just be like okay one i wouldn't just um what's that called like give her the cold treatment like maybe i would take have a little bit of distance in the beginning to process my feelings but it's like if she texts me it's not like i'm gonna just ignore her for like a whole month you know what i mean um so one i would try still try to communicate with her like just and then two once i finished processing my feelings it would be like hey like i'm not sure if you remember but the other day we were texting and you told me that you went to like eat with family but then funny thing is i saw on like uh person b's like social media that you guys were hanging out like i'm a little bit confused like you know and then and then evelyn could explain her side and then you know Mm -hmm. but if i went up to an evelyn like the, the the time that it happened and then i was just like you lied to me. How would you react? And then walk away. Yeah, like, how would you oh, react to Evelyn? Yeah. I'd be like... And yeah, like, I, I went up to you and was like, you lied to me. And I walked away. How would you react? Yeah. I'd be like, uh, well, I one, I would be confused. Two, you didn't you didn't communicate your emotion to me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, like, I think this is what I always say. Like, you, people gotta communicate their emotions. And people can't just expect the other person to know that this person is mad. Yeah you know but how i would react i would be mad too <laughs> and then end a friendship <laughs> <laughs> guys you see how strong our friendship is right <laughs> everything leads to end, end a friendship, friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but um no really though i i think i would kind of feel confused and then i would be like oh what's wrong with alice today yeah and then because i technically if let's say person b poses something right um, maybe I wasn't aware. Yeah. And then I don't know what Alice is thinking. Yeah, I never said so. anything about anything. I just said, you lied to me and I walked away. Like, I'm not even yeah. giving her any space to ask me questions and I'm not giving myself exactly. space to express to her how I feel and what I'm talking about. Exactly. So I always tell people, basically, when I say people, I say like parents and kids. <laughs> Your clients. Um, my clients that... Um, you know, like you gotta, you gotta communicate your feelings, um, and this applies to everyone, like friends, relationships, family relationships. You gotta tell that person directly. I am mad. I am happy today. I am frustrated because we can't expect the other person to read our nonverbal expressions well mm-hmm. and feel like, oh, okay, this this person is steaming, right? <laughs> I mean, we could, we could tell, of course we could tell because some people are very like, they have good intuition Mm -hmm. and like, they're very like empathic and like you could feel from their body language, but it's always good to check in and be like, oh, like I noticed you talking a little loudly earlier. Like, are you, were you mad Mm -hmm. Um, or how were you feeling? I feel like that's more of a check-in and and validation on their end. And if someone asks, like if I was mad at Evelyn and, but I wasn't saying it, but then she asked me. It would make me also feel so much better and so much like, oh, I can like share with her like how I'm feeling. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, those are very good, important tips, Evelyn. Thank you. Learn them. Write them down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got my little notebook here, my little pen. <laughs> um, rewind back five minutes and go take notes. <laughs> In a little mini um. lesson from Evelyn here. But yeah, communication is really important and I feel like we'll be learning it all our lives. And so what we can do now is try to make sure that we're communicating with the people 
um, especially the people we care about, but people in general, so that when we meet people in the future that we really care about, we know how to communicate with them and we don't hurt them. Because actually, bad communication often, I feel like, leads to a hurt party. Definitely. No matter what relationship it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we have, we can talk a lot more about communication, but that's kind of what we have for today yeah and we connected a little bit about communication with culture our Mm -hmm. experiences with communication how to communicate our feelings Mm -hmm. like the basic basic terms of it anything you want to add alice no just it's always good to go back to the basics and i hope that we all become better communicators Mm -hmm. i wanted to add because alice said basics sorry a little tip here communication also comes with active listening so you got to listen to the other person i know we talked a lot about like how to express our feelings, how to communicate. But active listening and communication is super important too. I agree. Wow, now you yeah. make me want to talk about a lot of stuff. But yes, listening, very important. Well, should we just do a part two communication? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we just do part twos of everything now. A part, yeah. yeah, but yeah, communication and listening, I feel like we can really dive deep into that into the next episode. Yeah. So we look forward to part two of communication. Well, hope you enjoyed this episode and check us out on, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify. I'm pretty sure you know that right now because you're either using Apple or Spotify. Um, Check us out on Instagram, Finding Our World. And yeah, leave us a comment, like, subscribe. Yeah, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. And hopefully we'll find you in the next one. Yay, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.